0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Bible Thumper Podcast. My name is Patrick Hayes, your regular host. And with me this evening is Zachariah King. And we are going to be talking about idolatry. You know what, Zach? I don't even have my Bible with me. It's in that bag right over there. So I don't need it yet, but I probably will at
1: some point. Wait, no, I think it's... You got something else handy?
0: No, because I was just using it. I was sure looking you go. stuff up. I just
1: Getting moved correct. it out of the
0: way. Okay, so you, get I got a, it. you get
1: a stack of notes there, man. Uh,
0: I really only have like two pages, and then so, I don't have that much. Uh, two pages, a little it, bit. It's like sixteen point font, so <laughs> it's <laughs> how okay. I, yeah, it's like how I used to write my research papers in college. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: You make the periods even bigger. Like yeah, all, all of the punctuations. Yeah,
0: and I start every paragraph with interestingly. <laughs> The, the, <laughs> just to add another w- long yeah, yeah, word yeah. In just it, to
1: get know. it in there all right good 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 yeah so you know all the tricks
0: okay zach so the bible thumper podcast has not been live on a sunday night for i think two weeks really well we just had stuff come up um i don't remember what that stuff was but sure. uh one week was pentecost yeah not that anyone knows or when it is or what that is and then the other thing we had, s- again i don't remember what it was but you know what because this is a hobby podcast mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me yeah yeah what are you gonna do yeah you know if 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 my listeners would subscribe to the YouTube channel and start <laughs> sharing the stupid podcast around. Maybe we could get some visitors maybe and
1: somebody would listen. Yeah, maybe
0: we could get a sponsor or two. And then, you know, uh, we could reach a level of professionalism where we actually, How you know, that? yeah, it's not going
1: to. It, it sounds like the Spotify stuff is working well, though.
0: It is. I mean, people are listening. Yeah. You know, we get comments and um, emails once in a while, and it's very encouraging. By the way, you can email me at Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me whatever's on your mind. Uh, tell me a topic you want us to go over. We'd love to do it. Tonight, we are talking about idolatry specifically because a fella uh, requested that we talk about that. And it came from one of our friends who yes. grew up in the Greek Orthodox Church. Correct. And he wanted us to go over this because the Greek Orthodox Church has what we would call icons yes that's what i've seen them called in the little bit of you know research that we did he sent us some information and some links and said hey this is kind of the stuff i grew up around you know uh what do you guys have to think about it especially concerning the second um the second commandment yes so uh we are talking about idolatry tonight and that's where we're going to start. Did you have anything you wanted to jump into no, no, or th- <clears throat> or what were you thinking we were going to talk about concerning idolatry? What direction did you think we were going to go?
1: Well, I, there's a lot of directions we could go. Mm-hmm. And so I really did want to just kind of tackle what he was thinking about <coughs> though first, which was basically That in in the Greek Orthodox faith Uh that he grew up in, these icons are everywhere. I mean, they're in the house, they're in the church, they're hanging from the windows. Yeah, and
0: And, and we should uh, describe these. Uh, Some of them are pictures. Some of them are like wood carvings, Mm -hmm. Uh, certainly Mm -hmm. uh, the older ones. I mean, they're going to be a lot more expensive to buy. And they are uh, pictures of the different saints. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, keep in mind they're people I've never heard of. They're not people that we found in the Bible. They're people that the Greek over. Orthodox Church has said were saints over the years. And um, you know, so that's what that's what I found. Um, pictures to frame and hang on the wall. Little cards, uh, prayer cards. Honestly, Zach, everything that I looked up is stuff that I saw in the Catholic Church.
1: See, that's, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask. And keep in
0: mind, I don't have a lot of experience with the Greek Orthodox Church sure. other than the two used to be the same church. Right, right. And and the, the there's one major difference between the Greek Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church, and that is the Pope. That's it other than that i really don't see a, you know a whole lot of difference that that is and i'm sure someone will correct me and 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 i am admitting my ignorance up front yes, yes. okay you patrick as my, hayes is an irish catholic from new jersey so that's what i can speak to so forgive me if you know some of the stuff might not land but we're going to try to tackle the couple of things that you know we we looked up and we saw
1: right i've been in the sbc mm-hmm. i've been in two churches in my whole life okay um both sbc Mm -hmm. bible verses on the walls yeah grandma's knitting together yeah little pictures for you and their bible verses yeah and yeah and that's like the whole size of it so i i know even
0: less zach i actually have a picture to put up to all of our folks oh good of jesus yes that i found in in, in, the, in, in the in the lobby of your church.
1: Yes, absolutely. There is a picture there. There's no doubt about it. Would you be upset if that picture
0: were I don't know, stolen? Burned. If someone stole it, you
1: didn't know who did it, would you be terribly concerned? Would you be upset? I, I could I put some other things on the list to be stolen as well? Out of the building? <laughs> like could I put could I write some other things on there? Oh man.
0: Okay, so so what direction do you, do you want to attack well, I, this with? Cause I would, I, how about this? How about we start by reading the second commandment?
1: I think that is a great place to start. Because right, that's let, the place I have the first question.
0: Okay, good. So let's go over this. So if you have your Bible with you, it's in Exodus chapter 20, and it's verses 4, 5, and 6. Now, most people think that the first commandment is like... Eight words, thou shall have no other gods before me. Mm. And it's like, nope, there's about 40 other words involved with the first commandment. The second commandment is similar. It's a lot longer than yes, you think. Yes. The problem is we always see it abbreviated in front of a courthouse or in front of a church when they list the Ten Commandments because they got to fit it in there. Yeah. And... Why would anyone ever read their Bible, especially that old stuff back in Exodus?
1: Sure. I mean, it was, or especially use all of the words? Yeah. Well, no. Forget what's the happen. point?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Exodus <clears throat> chapter twenty verses four, five, and six: Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. It's good enough for me. Let's just stop right there.
1: Okay. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: that, <laughs> no, that, just, that's going to be that, my first question. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's right. where we. That's where it usually stops mm-hmm. if it's carved into stone in front of a church building okay so thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth verse five thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for i the lord thy god am a jealous god Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Now, Zach, that last part, I'm just gonna say it, scares the hell out of me. Well, sure. And I think that part should probably be considered when you're reading the second commandment. The the idea that God is going to visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me the way it reads is if you are ignoring this commandment and going against the things that i am saying you are cursing your great grandchildren
1: is that not what it says well flip side of the coin though Uh uh-huh would not the gospel I mean when you let's say it's your grandchild then uh-huh. and they're living under this curse whatever this curse is. Yeah. And that grandchild mm-hmm. like uh like King Josiah. Okay. Scraps everything that their grandfathers had done, yeah. starts to follow the Lord. Uh-huh. Uh, those iniquities, I mean there's obviously still consequences of those things. Yes. But there's no like something that somebody did 4 generations ago mm-hmm. being stronger than the gospel to save and change my life and take away my sins mm-hmm. there there's some tension between those two that I think needs to be played out
0: I don't think there's and it I don't think it's related to salvation at sure, all Sure 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 at all
1: So then you have consequences that
0: cool. go on over time And that <laughs> is the point that yeah. there are consequences that don't just die with you but your kids your grandkids and possibly your great grandkids suffer because of the sins that you do. You mess up more lives than just you. And that shouldn't be surprising to anyone listening.
1: No, my sin
0: affects my children. And the Bible talks about that all over the place. That's the main reason that I shouldn't sin is because it affects my kids and it affects my grandkids. And the good news is that I can bless my children my grandchildren and my great grandchildren, even if they don't want the blessings of God, I can force the blessings of God on them
1: before they're around,
0: before they're around because of my obedience. That's what the Bible says.
1: What do you make of the thousand? Let's see. Uh, I've got it pulled up here in the KJV, mm-hmm. yeah, just just uh, yeah, yeah, so we're on the same page, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, quite literally. Mm-hmm. Um, Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy into thousands of them that love me. Mm-hmm. So do you see a generational movement there as well?
0: Absolutely. And, that's a, and it seems like God always mentions both. When you read in Deuteronomy chapter 28, which is one of my favorite chapters that talks about the blessings and the curses of God, even though you never see any of the curses of God on a bracelet or a T-shirt in American Christianity today. we we'll take and,
1: both sides. It's a lot yeah, of printing. Yeah,
0: we, yeah, we only <laughs> print out the blessings of God. Um, you know, and there's another chapter in, uh, Leviticus. I don't remember what, it, what it was, but it was very similar to Deuteronomy 28, where it just goes over. These are the blessings you can have. These are the curses that you can have. It talks about multi-generational blessings and multi-general uh, generational curses and both of them. And I think that's what God is saying here is that, and, and here's the thing, not only are you going to, um, receive the mercy of God and get these blessings when you love God and you keep his commandments, but that spills out into a whole lot of other people that spills out into your neighbors. And we see that throughout the old Testament in many places where the pagan nations would see the Jews and the way that they were living. And they would see that their marriages stayed together and they didn't suffer the same diseases That the pagan nations Mm -hmm. did and the way that they handled money seemed to be blessed by God and their medicine worked better than any other nation and their crops grew better and produced more. I mean, it just went down the list and we see that there are times when pagan nations want a man of God near them. Because they get blessed by them. We see that with uh, Joseph down in Egypt. We see that Dan- with Daniel in uh, Babylon mm-hmm, with Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. We even see that with the Ark of the Covenant and the Philistines. The Philistines were like, yeah, we'll keep it. Yeah, You know, yeah. I don't want to get off <clears throat> into the weeds, but everyone can get their Bible out and look it up. When the, when the Philistines ended up through circumstances that we're not going to go through where the ark of the covenant was resting with them the bible talks about how that nation was blessed they didn't want to see it go
1: yeah yeah well and then they had some curses that went along with it too because they weren't supposed to have it yeah yeah but But don't get me wrong sure
0: sure sure you know their idol in their temple didn't fare too well yeah he he fell over and broke into a bunch of pieces (laughs) you know but yeah anyway
1: i like that story a lot so, okay,
0: so what's your, what question did you have that so, stood out to you? What well, jumped out to you?
1: Verses four and five. Mm-hmm. So verse four is not making the graven image uh-huh. of the likeness of anything in heaven mm-hmm. or on the earth below mm-hmm. or on the sea, sea below under the. Earth. Yep. Okay. Uh, then verse five mm-hmm. is not to bow down to them. Correct. So your question is? Clearly. Do those come as a package or those two separate commandments mm-hmm. that are simply related, because you—well, I, mean, okay, I, I don't so, even think you need to have any sort of image to bow down to so, something that's and worship something else. No, but, and we but, can get to that. Sure,
0: but, sure, sure. But the idea of um, ideas and philosophies being an idol are different. But here's what yeah, I'm going to sure, do, Zach.
1: Sure. I'm going to
0: skip over the whole first page of notes, and we're going to come to the second page, and this is where the question comes up, can a Christian make a graven image so long as they don't worship it? Because if verses four and five are not mutually exclusive, Mm -hmm. meaning can verse four stand alone? Sure, sure. Or yeah, does yeah. verse four that's mean the, nothing the, at all, so long as verse five doesn't occur?
1: It, well, and and there's there's intricacies in but inside of that even as well. Okay. So, well, like for instance, I'm sure we'll get into all of this mm-hmm. you know, as we go on. This is my
0: favorite but. question to ask, and I love beating Christians up over it.
1: I'm sure oh the, believe me I, I got a pretty clear understanding I think of where of you're where you're going to be on this one. Yeah. Uh you're I know you well enough to mm-hmm. to to play this one out in mm-hmm. my own mind. Um so to give everyone the
0: idea just to lay it out for those that might not be paying attention
1: clearly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Verse 4 says don't make it. Yes. Verse 5 says don't bite bow down and worship it or serve it. Yes. So the question is is it a problem if you don't worship it? You're not worshiping it, you're not serving it. You just made one or bought one. And or then, inherited one, sure, or found sure, sure, one, sure. or whatever you want.
1: And then there's there's subcategories under that though. Okay. What do so, you think? Well, like so for instance, oh, this is a really cool stone carving of Baal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. It just looks really cool. Oh, yeah. I'll go stick it, you know, on my headboard at night. Mm-hmm. You don't bow down to it. Mm-hmm. You know that it has no power in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Paul tells us that in 2 Corinthians. And, mm-hmm. and you go, ah, it's just some cool art. Okay. So that, that would be like one thing. And then you have a second category that's... um well, there, there, I guess there's four that I was thinking of. So the one would be something that other people, like the pagan people, have clearly worshiped as a god previously. Okay. Right? Or like a, a Shiva or a Buddha or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have another set that's like, well, grandpa carved a wood elephant mm-hmm. for the kids to play with. Yeah. Like you got that set. It, it's a thing that's on the earth below. Mm hmm. Right? Yeah. They play with it, they break it, you throw it away. Uh-huh. It, it, okay, so that that's one set. Mm-hmm. Then you have one that's like, well, how how closely do we cling? Do we cling to the word graven? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and I got questions to go down that road. Sure, sure, uh-huh. sure.
1: Actually, there's five because I've just thought okay. of another one, which is which is back to Matt's pre. Um, the, the real question mm-hmm. what about images that are clearly christian in origin mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. um a, a picture of jesus mm-hmm. uh relics you know this is peter you know this is saint paul those sorts of ideas which which will get us into the catholic world which i'd like to hear you uh hear you talk about yeah some.
0: i got stuff for you
1: and then there's the fifth category which is What about when God tells you to do it? Okay. So that's the brazen serpent, Mm -hmm. the cherubim cherubim. on top. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And those sorts of things.
0: So I have some info on all of that, and I have some ideas. So which way, where where do you want to start? How about this? Ask me questions. Yes. And then comment on them, and we'll just get the ball rolling. Perfect. Okay.
1: I, I think the the. The place to start well it depends how lathered up you feel like you are yet sure there'd be two places to start one would be idols of other gods Mm -hmm. the other i think place to start would be what do you do about a crucifix Mm -hmm. or a nativity set Mm -hmm. or that sort of thing Mm -hmm. you pick and then i'll ask you some more questions from there so let's start with
0: how about this can we all agree with the the basics we're not interpreting Exodus 24 through six. We're not trying to figure out what it means. We're just going to take it word for word. We are not allowed to make these things and bow down and worship them and serve them. Can Agreed. we agree with that much? Yes. yes. Okay. Agreed. So if I make something, a little wooden or stone statue of anything, of anything, yes. And I bow down to it and worship it. Yes, I am clearly in the wrong. Clearly, okay. So then, with that, go ahead with. Uh, let's go with clearly pagan, clearly okay. pagan yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: Clearly pagan stuff right mm-hmm. out of the gate. Yeah. What's your question? Um, but I, I'm. I, I think that is the. If if we were to build a spectrum, that's on the spectrum that's like
0: obviously. Yeah, but that's not obvious to a lot of Christians. However,
1: Uh because of the possible separation between verses 4 and 5. Correct. So, okay,
0: so, Zach, let me ask you a list of questions. In your mind, what counts as an idol? And let's skip down to here. A totem pole.
1: A totem pole. I know almost nothing about totem poles. Totem poles are would,
0: literally a list of, of each gods character. Of the, you got it. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, that's what they are.
1: Yeah, I would be really uncomfortable with that personally.
0: Okay, so if you had to say, and let's uh, let's ask it in this manner.
1: Well, let, let's. Go ahead. I, can we try Just, to. Yeah, we can back uh, up. Let, let's, let's see if we can agree on one other thing. Yeah, let's start. First. Go ahead. Give me it. Because this is in the same place that we're at. Uh-huh. Can we agree also that the primary sin is worshiping the thing so you or, or would you, or or do you think that making the thing and worshiping the thing are of equal uh, of an of, of equal sin quality? Does that even make sense?
0: okay, so let me. Let me ask you this question. Well, Mm -hmm. so you're asking me if verse 4 and verse 5 are not on equal standing, if verse 5 is more equal? I'm asking
1: you if they're one thought or two. I think they're two. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay. so the the question
0: comes down to, can a Christian make a graven image so long as they don't worship it? No. Yeah, you're— Absolutely 100% no. So is it okay for the Christian to have a statue of Buddha? Whether they carve it or whether they buy it or whether they find it or inherit it, is it okay? They made it out of stone or wood or someone else did. And, and let, me, let me go this way, okay?
1: What if we, someone gives it to you?
0: Yeah. Okay, so we can, we can lean heavily on the cut, hue, carve idea, but yeah, let's face yeah. it. Okay, during the Bible times, there is no such thing as welding with metal. Right?
1: right, right. Okay. Um, there was no plastic, pl- plastic or fiberglass. Yeah, plastic form. Sure. Okay.
0: You don't hew or carve plastic. You pour it into a mold or you injection mold it. Yes. Um, and that doesn't excuse plastic figures of Baal and Molech. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> yes, I
1: would agree. Th- there's a right.
0: principle that, and that's why the Word of God can, can transcend time. Unless we are going to be the super hyper literal morons that are like, nope, you didn't hew it, so plastic right. is fine. Yeah, you know? so
1: I, I just I, I find that to be a, sure. a trail leading directly to Absol- just confusion okay. and everything so else.
0: If we were to excuse idols made out of materials other than stone and wood, we would be missing the point of the commandment the principle would be ignored in order to try to exploit a technicality. And although that is a popular idea that we find with, say, Sadducees and Pharisees, it is not really a philosophy that we as Christians should adopt. So with that being said, is it okay for a Christian to
1: have a statue of a Buddha? or a totem pole or yeah. like literally any let's eh,
0: start hey yeah. i'm asking you this is a yes or no question for my friend zach listen to this guy is it okay for a christian to have a statue of a buddha
1: let me ask one more question yeah, first. ask as many there, questions yeah, as you it, want
0: but you're gonna answer yes or no to that question
1: <laughs> go ahead uh just so you know yeah in my house mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of friends from all over different parts of the world Mm-hmm been given a lot of interesting gifts over the years that you have and uh that don't have any of them in the building Uh uh-huh uh what is this first corinthians eight Mm -hmm. concerning therefore the eating of the things that uh are offered in sacrifice unto idols Mm -hmm. we know that an idol is nothing in the world and there is none other than one god Mm -hmm. though there are many so-called gods whether in heaven or in, on earth, as there are, there are many gods and many lords. But to us, there is, is but one God, the Father, of whom all things are made, mm-hmm. and we are in him, and one in Lord Jesus, by whom all things are made, and we by him. Mm-hmm. So I, the, the, the other side of the argument here is going to be at least to some level, that, and I talked about this in Sunday school this morning. That using the Bible to just proof text your own uh, your own notions mm-hmm. is fairly dangerous. Um, but anything that anyone else has ever referred to as a God, I think, is a really dangerous thing to have. I would not do it. Mm-hmm. So I would I would have to say no. Okay. Yeah.
0: I agree. And keep in mind, the verses that you just talked about, Paul is explaining that idols have no power over you. Correct. As the Christian. You don't need to be scared of them. And so then... Okay, it's not that there used to be a custom where they would sacrifice uh, their... um, They would offer food to their idols and then... I guess they were cheapskates. So after that, they would sell it in the marketplace. So you could <laughs> yeah. still buy it and eat it. And what Paul is saying is if you are at a meal and this is what's going on, you don't have to not eat the food. It's not right. There's no there's no power there. It has no influence over you. An idol is nothing. There's no there's nothing there.
1: So the direction I go with this, then, mm-hmm. is if the idol is nothing, mm-hmm. it's really easy to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Rather than real easy to keep. I agree. Yeah.
0: It should be. So on to number two. What about a is it acceptable or is it okay for a Christian to have a statue of Baal?
1: I I don't even know if I've ever seen a statue of Baal. I'd have to look. Okay. I, I would go with no. Okay. What about a golden calf? that doesn't seem to be okay (laughs) sure okay and that one is should be obvious but that that is that is the story that puts all of the other gods in the same category like it's not okay okay what about a bronze calf a bronze calf to worship yeah no
0: no i didn't say to worship this is where i'm separating four and five okay What's my next question going to be? What about a wood calf?
1: A wooden calf? Yeah.
0: What about a plastic a, one?
1: What if it's really little, like this big?
0: Yeah, something that a kid would play with. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So here's my point Is it okay to have this statue of Buddha or Baal or the golden calf? We say no to all those. The problem is sooner or later you're going to get to a point where most Christians feel uncomfortable, because, which is where I live.
1: Yeah, when you play that all the way down to to the its very, logical very conclusion, and yeah, okay, and that's why I would lean I would lean more personally toward those two being one continuous thought. Of course, you would.
0: That yeah. makes life easier, but well, then I mean, your answers are different because if four and five are together. And they're only a problem if you do both then zach there's nothing wrong with having a statue of buddha in your house now is there
1: well it depends How does, I, what does I, it th- depend on I think you're not worshiping it, I think it it does depend well i see i think there's a line there between because here's the other part of first corinthians where he's mm-hmm. talking about the
0: keep in mind we're talking about exodus 20. yes, well, yes, yes.
1: no but yeah it, this is where paul talks about idols uh-huh. Right. I got another
0: verse that where he talks about idols, yes. so go ahead. Yes,
1: and that'll be in, in chapter 10. Mm-mm.
0: I'm in Thessalonians. Uh, in go thes- ahead.
1: So he goes on to say that the reason he wants people to be free from those things is because of the demons mm-hmm. that they're associated with. <gasps> yes. Oh. Right. Well, what demons are associated with, like... Now, people could take things and you've got like these weird Egyptian gods and stuff mm-hmm. with the dog heads and the yeah, this and sure. that. But things that God made that mm-hmm. are clearly good, mm-hmm. could you draw a distinction there?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to get to that. And, and pictures is another interesting one that will be fun, too. We're going to
0: get to that. We got a long ways to go. Okay, so, but here's my point. If, verse 4 and 5, if there's nothing wrong with making them, buying them, finding them, inheriting them, there's nothing wrong with owning them.
1: Because they're not worshipped. So long
0: as they're not worshipped. Yeah,
1: then you just pile them up. Well, then the problem is we
0: have to say that there's nothing wrong with having statues of...
1: Like what's what's the goat one? Uh, with, uh, hold on, hold on. Head and, uh,
0: Buddha, uh, Odin, Thor, Frey, Bale, Molech, Astroth, Shimosh, Dagon, or Satan for that matter. There's nothing
1: wrong with any of those. What's the goat? The one with the goat head and the female body. Which one is that? Uh,
0: goat head and female body. I'm not really sure. <sighs> Look every si- every single up. one in from my studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all come down to Baal.
1: Okay. So There's like one main... What Baal, wa- Baal was
0: the original uh, Babylonian deity? Mm-hmm. You know, the demonic one that you find in Babylon. You find it in Assyria. It just travels all the way on through. Yeah. So, I mean, we could. You know, mix up the names, well, th- but no,
1: but this will actually make it really easy. What's that? Well, it, it, if the if there's no real distinction, or if there's your know, verse four stands alone, mm-hmm. then you just. What about pictures of your own family?
0: We're not into pictures yet. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Verse four does have a period at the end of it.
1: So I, let me, I think there's a semicolon or a colon in this. Mm-mm. In the King James.
0: Mm-mm. It's in the middle of five.
1: Let me pull it back up here.
0: <laughs> As if I'm not looking at it right now. He's stalling.
1: No, I'm just wondering why it doesn't in Exodus 20, verses four and five. Yeah, colon. The water underneath the earth, colon, thou shalt not bow down. Um. Do, so do you, you still see that as one commandment? Sure. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just with three different parts. hmm
0: Okay, let me ask you this, because here's the problem. Not only does the Christian run into the problem of having these idols, the next question I would ask is, is it okay for a Christian to erect a temple and build an idol and place it in that temple? so long as they don't worship it
1: a temple yeah
0: that's where they all were like uh, sure 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 okay jeroboam the second erected a temple in bethel and in dan and made two golden sorry jeroboam the first erected a temple in Bethel and in Dan, and put a golden calf in each of them, uh uh and he set up his own priesthood and made his own feast days, Uh and he told the people to bow down to these things because they are your gods that brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Because when the kingdom split into two, northern and southern, he didn't want everyone going down to Jerusalem (laughs) to the temple to worship the Lord because he was going to lose all of his people.
1: Uh uh So
0: he set up his own false religion. So I, my I, question I is I see where
1: you're going with this one. Look, if four and yeah.
0: five are completely mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. If they are not, if they have to be joined together for there to be a problem, then there is nothing wrong with a Christian erecting a temple and building an idol and placing it in the temple like in
1: the, in the shed. In so the back.
0: wherever, so, so long what, as
1: they don't bow down to it. This is one of my questions. Mm hmm. What do we do to define the word worship? Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we... Do you have a good definition of the word worship, just sort of like offhand?
0: The one that God uses is bow down and serve.
1: Yeah, bow down and serve. Okay, so here... Well, so
0: this is going to be... A point that i want to kind of put on the end of this idea and then i'll
1: yeah i'll we'll move we'll on move even, even though you one. haven't
0: answered my question whether yes or no about the temple about and the, the idol. temple <laughs> yeah which i think should be pretty easy
1: yes it's no okay um now but it doesn't take you long to get from there to a greek orthodox church does it no because you built the temple and put an idol in it
0: yeah just buying it or building it designates importance.
1: Yes, and that's why I think the not worshiping makes it easy to give away. Yeah, not to because because the, the the um, justification there would be well, I'm not worshiping it. Yeah, so I'll just pile them all up and have them all in here, and well, these are these were grandmas and you. Uh, so it makes. It feels like it makes it easier to keep them. I think it makes it easier to give them away or to destroy them or to do whatever else happens next. So what we find in the Bible
0: again and again and again is you brought up King Josiah. I'm going to bring up King Hezekiah.
1: Hezekiah. Hmm.
0: What does God say make them the greatest kings In the Bible, it was that they went and they found all the pagan temples Mm -hmm. and they took all the idols and they crushed them to powder and they threw them into the river Mm -hmm. and they cut down the groves. That's what made them great kings. And then they followed the law of Moses. Yeah. They didn't start out in those stories by following the law of Moses now they did sure sure, okay in getting rid of all that stuff that is because of the impact of the law of moses that had on their life first two commandments are you got it at play there yes. but what we read about in those stories is that they went through the land and they found everything that was an idol and they crushed it to powder and Mm -hmm. they piled it up and they burned it and they threw the ashes into the wind and then they started obeying God wherever they could, oh, yeah, and God yeah, you, said
1: you, you, you it was will, amazing. You do the sac- the the sacrifices, yep. the Passover again, yep. you yeah. They yes, started, yes, you right, know, right. doing
0: everything. What we see God say makes a godly leader is getting rid of mm-hmm. all of those idols. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I,
1: yeah, I, yeah. I think that's really clear. All right. <clears throat> 1 Thessalonians 5.22. Check this out. I didn't have this one on my list. Well, and
0: this is a great verse that you can use, logically speaking, in a lot of areas.
1: Tell me one more time. 1 Thessalonians 5.22.
0: Very short verse, easy to memorize, Mm -hmm. one of Mm -hmm. the greatest verses that I think everyone should commit to memory. Yes. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Right. Can we agree that having a bunch of idols around, even if you're not worshiping them, Yes. appears to be evil
1: yes we can agree on that
0: okay so absolutely if someone doesn't think that idols are evil and sinful okay
1: but if you don't think they appear to be evil sure and that's where you get into like the uh all things are permissible but not all things are beneficial yeah like you, you there's yeah you're inviting a new set of problems yes 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 agreed Zach, do you think
0: that America is suffering from an epidemic of extra biblical legalism?
1: Extra biblical legalism—is
0: that what Christianity is being crushed by in America today? (laughs) I think we are all coming up with all these extra biblical rules that we do not need to follow, and we all need to just calm down a little bit because we're going overboard with trying to obey the Lord, and we're making up new rules because following all the old rules isn't enough. Is that what the problem is
1: in America today? I remember a story about that. No, it is not.
0: Okay. The problem is licentiousness. The problem is um, uh, is this idea that anything goes.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Now, I actually think that there's both of those are big problems in the church. But, but I where get, do you see? I get, you I get see what you're saying. The uh, this extra well, biblical
0: legalism is a problem. From the, name, the church that is suffering from that. All I, I see it, it, from churches or Christians. That are ignoring the Bible and not taking it seriously.
1: Clearly, the second one is much more of a problem. Okay, absolutely. That's what yes. I was asking. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I do think there are plenty of um, there are plenty of ways for us to accidentally slip into some Phariseeism of our own. Sure. That's um, if you're not wearing a tie when you walk into the building. Mm-hmm. Like I've been told you preaching today? Mhm. Yeah. I'll go get you a tie. Sure. I think that's perfectly well meaning. Okay. Put on the tie. Yeah, but even that, okay, there's, that's there's a, some places where you could say like you wear your best stuff.
0: Yeah, but that's there's, that's not even what I'm talking that's a standard that a church has. Sure. Okay, they're that? allowed to make standards. Yes, yes The Dollar yes. Tree has standards for their employees. <laughs> of course, okay. Of course. Yes, there, yes, yes. Is someone telling you that the Bible says you have to wear
1: a tie? Well, sort of like through action, right? I mean like if, if you couldn't preach without one. Uh-huh. Then uh, I, that's a secondary that's a different discussion for a different day. Uh-huh. I understand that your the main point is that the sin, the larger sin in the church mm-hmm. currently yeah, is a complete disregard for many of the things that God has taught us to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a laxadaisical attitude where we're not taking seriously what the Bible says. Christians today are not searching to try to make up new rules. Christians today are searching to find ways to ignore everything the Bible says. That is my point. Yes okay so i think that sentiment
1: i just didn't catch your sarcasm there at the beginning that sentiment applies to
0: idolatry i think this one more than any other sin that we read about in the bible christians have just shrugged off as like oh well that was old testament stuff i mean if i'm not bowing down to a statue made of stone and praying to it then i'm clear i'm free there's no big deal here and i think that's nonsense The way that I see it is that every Christian has a problem with every sin listed in the Bible. That's the way I go about it. When I read something, I'm like, huh, how am I messing this up? Sure. Sure. What can I, what, and it might not be a major tweak to my life that needs to happen. Maybe it's a slight modification, but what can I do to try to be more like the Lord wants me to be and less like I want to be in this area. And I'm afraid that attitude is vacant in Christianity in America today. In America today, it's this rock and roll, good time, plastic banana, you know, (laughs) nonsensical, you know, Jesus loves everybody kind of uh, nonsense. And it is seriously hurting christianity today honestly it's destroying america that's what i think i think america at best has 40 to 50 years left and we're gone and i have bible to back that up
1: like okay. how so okay you like, guess no 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 like, yeah, like um
0: king solomon from the time of king solomon to the time that amos preached to the northern kingdom was 250 years
1: sure sure yeah and just 40 years later they're gone just decomposed yep the assyrian
0: empire has taken them away and they are never to be heard from again how old is america zach okay we are 250 years old 50 years yeah and how bad is america how much does america resemble what she was like 250 years ago concerning the things of god
1: yeah it's a joke i would guess not much
0: yeah we're a shadow of what we used to be and nobody sees that as the problem we see that our dollar being inflated is the problem we see uh russia and china being a geopolitical threat to us is the problem we see all. Oh, we could make a list By so long oh and, yeah, and yeah, global yeah, sure, warming sure. and bring everything you want into it these are the problems none of those things are the problem the problem is we have lost god God is vacant in schools. He's vacant in a lot of churches. How many churches have homosexual pastors? I don't know. Okay. How many churches will not speak out against abortion? How many churches will not tell anyone that sin is bad and they need to stop doing it? (laughs) Yeah. How many churches have non-married couples living together, fornicating all the time, taking uh, taking the lord's supper nobody says anything nobody deals with any of this sin even though the bible expressly says that we have to deal with certain sins fornication is not okay drunkenness is not okay being a railer being okay none of these things are okay none of it's dealt with yeah America is right there where the northern kingdom is. I think there are prophets that are saying it and I think we have 40 or 50 years and God's going to be like Poof, we're gone.
1: I won't be able to hear or see by then. Maybe not. So that, yeah, maybe. But, but yeah, I I don't I don't see any reason why Our country should consider ourselves any different or better than any of the other countries who have ever disappeared in the history of the world. The the
0: northern kingdom, at the time Amos went and preached to them, the surrounding nations considered the northern kingdom's god to be Molech.
1: Yes, yes.
0: They didn't consider the northern kingdom to be the nation of Israel whose God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They used to. Right. But not anymore. Not anymore. They believed. So there was a time when Moses said, you're going to go into this land you're going to kill the Canaanites and the Parasites and the Jebusites and the Ammonites. You're going to kill them all. You're going to destroy their gods. You're not going to marry them. You're not going to let their kids marry your kids. You're not going to make, you're not going to go into league with them or barter with them or trade with them. You're not going to have any covenants with them. You're going to completely kick them out of the land. You're going to have nothing to do with them. You're not going to bow down to their gods. You're not going to worship at the feet of their gods. He. They went over all this stuff. That was how separated they were supposed to be. Yes. And 250 years later, Molech was considered to be the god of the northern kingdom.
1: And I do think that the wisdom there is exactly what you said. It's really easy to read through lists of sins and go, oh, well, I know 12 people who are doing that. Mm -hmm. And you probably do. Sure. And like you said, that needs to be dealt with at some point Mm -hmm. as well. But the first step is what in the world am I doing mm-hmm. that is wrong here? Because I think you're right. Um, Paul says that the law is there to increase the transgression.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's there to teach us what is wrong, not for us to to be able to prove how righteous we are. <laughs> it's to teach us where we're going wrong so that we can repent and change. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, so – I'll piggyback off the back of where you're going to say that the the pride of people, of individuals, of groups of people, perhaps even of churches, coupled with a total disregard for repentance Mm -hmm. is, yeah, I think, pointing into all of those things that that you're saying. And uh, it it would not surprise me at all if this country disappeared. They all that's what countries do there was a time when
0: america went to god for their problems we've had presidents that called for national days of prayer and fasting Mm -hmm. this was not uncommon we used to have uh god represented uh in public life all over the country in schools in uh in government at the state and federal level uh at sporting events i mean everywhere everywhere in in any um parade that we saw in any festival i mean god was always a part of it where he was mentioned and he was thought about Today, God isn't looked at as the solution. No, 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 And that's what I'm saying yeah. is that is where the Northern Kingdom was. They didn't think that they needed to change anything. They didn't think that they needed to go to God to fix the whole thing. They had these other ideas as to what they needed to do to make it better. God was not on the list. And that is where I'm afraid America is. Getting back to what we're talking about, my point is that if we had to look at the spectrum of where we could be,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I see the spectrum, I see our position on the spectrum, American Christians, to be way over here at the side of a lackadaisical attitude of We're not doing anything wrong. We can't do anything wrong because Jesus is just love. Therefore, whatever I do is acceptable to God. What's there to repent from? Exactly. Yeah. So that's my point with idolatry is that people take the same position with idolatry, which is, well, whatever I'm doing is fine because I'm me and God (laughs) understands. And it's like, no, you're just one more idiot in the pack. Okay. None of us are special. We all fall under the same rules by the same God. So what I'm saying is that the Bible takes idolatry very seriously. Something Christians don't seem to understand is that idolatry is one of not too many capital crimes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that the sin of idolatry in the Bible was different from other capital crimes? If you murdered someone, if you were a sodomite, if you kidnapped someone, Mm -hmm. all of those crimes, you got to go to court and have your day in court and and make your case to a judge, not with idolatry. (laughs) Uh, If you came to me and said, Patrick, I heard that there's some idol in this other town. How about you and me sneak off this evening and go worship this other idol? My job back in the day was to kill you on the (laughs) spot. No witnesses, no judge, no nothing. It was idolatry. I'm not to have anything to do with it. We don't even have to go there and me see you worship the idol. Just yeah. you inviting me to do it was, and enough. My, was enough for me to be responsible to God to Kill you on the spot. That was how seriously God took idolatry. It's yeah. the only sin that I know of in the Bible where God says, you don't have to take them to the court. You don't have to take them before the judge. You don't have to bring two or three witnesses. You don't have to do any of this. <laughs> you don't Just have kill them.
1: Nope. You don't have to see them do it. <laughs> take out the sword
0: and kill them. Wow. That was what the Bible said with idolatry. And Christians today have a laxadaisical attitude about this sin. And I'm like, you people are stupid stupid how are you not able to see how serious god takes this one
1: well you just a Mm -hmm. you don't read it i mean that that is that is pretty easy sure yeah you don't read it then yeah there's ways to think differently okay so so that's the first one out of the way then so what what did we what
0: was the what were we going to so clearly pagan Um, stuff
1: Let's let's do uh, the second one I wanted to do I think was the Christian stuff, right?
0: Okay, give it to me. What but, questions do you have? Like th- What would you to... call Christian stuff and what questions do you have? I'm going to let you talk for a second. Yeah,
1: yeah, you got you need some water or something? <laughs>
0: got... I'm out of I'm all out of juice right.
1: I know you had some coffee had earlier on, but jeez. Yeah. Go ahead. So, let's let's define um Christian uh images okay as things that are clearly um of a christian origin
0: mhm
1: so like give me um, an uh, example of crucif- two or three or four how about a crucifix okay crucifix what else uh, nativity
0: nativity set. okay what else
1: um what's uh what's another really um would be one that's really common
0: i mean do you so can we i mean i don't know if you want me to you know kind of get into this and mention it but the the second commandment breaks it down into three regions that which is in heaven that which is on earth and that which is in the sea under the earth yes so on the earth what you have and and can I make a point real yes, quick? Okay, so this is so, like a something I wanted to kind of start with. The text uses the term anything. Yes. Yes. So I would argue that we are talking about things found in nature. Because it says that is in heaven above.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that is in the earth beneath. That is in the water under the earth. Here's my point. We can make an airplane. We can fly yes. the yes. airplane. Yes. We can make a model airplane, a model airplane. for a kid sure. or a toy airplane for a kid. Yeah. Well, that's not idolatry. These are not things that we find naturally occurring. You see what I'm saying?
1: Ooh, interesting. So, so th- this is this is really th- – this, this is interesting because I – So my
0: point is that there are things we find in heaven. We find the sun, the moon, the stars, we find the planets. These are the celestial bodies that we find in heaven. Now, I believe there's more to it than just those things. But my point is this, uh, the spaceship, the satellite, you know, we make, you know, we carve a little wooden, you know, NASA, I don't know, rocket ship that our kids can play with. I don't see that as a graven image, you know, what the people worshipped were the things that we saw in nature would, the sun would, moon would stars you draw and planets distinction
1: then between um things that god created and things that we created Correct. because of what god exactly. created us to be yes okay. i don't see okay. you know that's what i'm saying so i don't, like you get the kid a couple of hot wheels cars and exactly push them around no yeah, big
0: deal i don't see an issue with that because what the people worshipped was the sun okay the, we didn't have anything to do with the creation of sun. That's why they worshipped it. Sure. Okay. No but one knew what. If someone
1: were to start worshiping cars, huh, that that would be an issue. Well, and don't
0: get me wrong. Sure. 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 I believe that the f- verse five stands alone. As without well. verse four yes, yes yes okay so we can start worshiping cars Yes, we can start right, worshiping right, right, right. money yes we can start worshiping lots of things google you got it we can yeah. start putting in place of god these other things and that is also sinful i have no problem with verse five standing alone i have no problem with verse four standing alone right sure but what i'm saying is okay so when we're talking about here on earth um Let me ask you a few more yes or no questions. Oh,
1: here we go. So what's on earth? So,
0: Zach, can a Christian have statues of Mary, the mother of Christ,
1: in their home? Can Christians have statues of Mary, the mother of Christ, in their home? I didn't know you have that one. Oh, we got sound effects. Have I not thought that long about something before?
0: Usually there's not much silence. Well, that
1: could be true, I guess. Statue of the Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. Boy, see, I feel a lot.
0: What's holding you up from saying, no, Patrick, that's not okay? Nothing. Okay.
1: I mean, I, I looked around there, but I, I, I don't. I know it's not necessary. I know there's no reason for it. Sure. I know that it could only lead, probably, to something bad. Oh. So what, was, so what's, what would it the can point be? It only
0: lead to something bad.
1: I mean, I, so gra- you, grandma's got like the little thing of Mary, and it's packed up in the, like, uh-huh. in the attic someplace, yeah. and it's just up there, and you find it 30 years later. And yes. You've got stories like that. Sure. Everyone's but going to. I just... Because of the work of Jesus himself Mm -hmm. on the cross and the resurrection, Mm -hmm. his work in our lives, in our hearts to change us from the inside out, I just don't see what the point would be. I agree.
0: Okay, so the Catholic Church is the most idolatrous church in the world today. You don't have to agree with that.
1: More than Greek Orthodox?
0: I I mean, I probably don't know enough about every single church. Okay, just based on the numbers of people in Catholicism Mm -hmm. and my knowledge of what they do, I will make that statement and defend it to my death. They have Jesus on a cross everywhere. They have statues of Mary and other saints everywhere. And they also encourage praying to Mary and to all of these other saints. They have a saint for everything. Okay, so these different people who have died that they want you to pray to. Now, when we pray to someone or something other than God, what we are doing is we are attributing powers to that thing or that person. That only Dude, God has.
1: Are, are you instructed to ask blessings from the, like, from the saint? Or? Oh yeah,
0: you are to ask. Um, you are to ask these people for help. You are to ask these people for guidance and direction. You are to ask these people, basically mm-hmm. everything we are supposed to be relying on God for. Yeah, yeah. We go to one of yes. these lesser. Now, keep in mind, Zach. Let me ask you this: Can Mary? the mother of jesus hear your prayers when you are at your
1: house can i don't think so okay can
0: she hear my prayers when i'm at my house at the same time while she's listening to your <laughs> prayers at your house
1: i would guess not okay
0: so if she could that would make her omnipresent <clears throat> Well, which yeah. is an it's, attribute it's, that if
1: you could do to all of them you got like, it yeah yeah that's oh, an attribute
0: yeah. only god has and does she have power Her- to do anything for you
1: what she has is mm-hmm. a super unique story yeah. about the way that god chose to use her sure the glory goes to him okay not to her
0: so do we pray to jonah do we pray oh, to amos do we pray on. to daniel or jeremiah or ezekiel all people that did amazing things that god used for his glory okay great mary throw her on the pile with everyone else she that was wonderful wonderful story we learned a lot from it okay do we pray to any of these people can they hear our prayers do they have power to act on our requests of course not only god has those powers and when we pray to them that is idolatry we are attributing to them powers and abilities that only god has only god has you got it so we are giving them a place in our life Mm -hmm. that should only be filled by god yes
1: what let me ask a secondary, sort of yeah. a side question. Go ahead. What's What's the thought process behind having Jesus on the cross with the crucifix instead of empty? As far as? As far as the iconography, like the Catholic iconography. Is there a reason why? He's still up there? Not like he's still up there, but uh-huh. is it just, is it a... Like a clear representation of him dying for us? Or oh, no. Is there a it's not a
0: representation. You're supposed to pray to that, too.
1: Oh, oh, to the actual. Absolutely. The, oh, yeah. A
0: crucifix is absolutely critical in Catholicism. Now, this brings us to another point.
1: Yeah. this And this is a place where I'm completely ignorant.
0: Okay, um, so which comes down to the paintings of jesus the wood carvings of jesus the statues of jesus uh are any of these things okay 100 percent, no yeah, not we, at all yeah, we, we in know, any yeah. form whatsoever are they okay can you explain that one sure there is no such thing as a picture of jesus so, we don't know exactly what he looks like. Sure. I have a he, real good idea of what he looks like. Right. And I've never seen a picture that, <laughs> that even like comes <laughs> close to what he looks like.
1: How about that? The, I, I'm totally with you there. I okay. got no problem with that at all. So, right, right,
0: Jesus right. was Jewish, he was Middle Eastern. Yes. Yes. He is never painted in that way. He was also a carpenter carpenters started by chopping down trees yeah 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 and then make it, fashioning the wood into what they needed with their hands
1: but you don't make a statue of an average looking guy have an average looking carpenter
0: no what they do is they make statues of what they want to represent and they this the pictures push an agenda number one did Jesus have long
1: hair almost assuredly not
0: yeah Bible says it's a shame unto a man to have long hair it's a glory of a woman to have long Mm -hmm. hair okay what what do we know jesus did have as far as hair a beard he had a beard how do we know that because the book of isaiah says it was plucked out Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so we know that he had a beard we know that he didn't have long hair we know that his skin was darker Sure, okay. sure. Yeah. It was not only Middle Eastern, you know, uh Lebanese, Syrian, Dredinian, you know, uh level, uh, darker olive skin, but he also was outside all the time as a carpenter. He yeah. probably had a pretty impeccable tan. The guy was brown, a pretty dark brown. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Okay, of course. He had all the characteristics of uh, someone who was uh, Jewish, just like today, the eye color, the facial features, okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the curlier hair. I doubt he was like six five. You got okay, all of these different things. Yeah. You want to know what the Bible also says about him? He was not attractive. Correct. That's yeah. what the Bible says about yes. Jesus. Yes, is that we would not be impressed by him as far as attractiveness. That is not how he's painted. That's how not how he is portrayed. All of the paintings show the opposite of all the characteristics. There are physical characteristics listed in the Bible of what Jesus looked like, and all of the paintings miss that. So we did not have a picture of Jesus. So any picture that we see of Jesus is a misrepresentation. Okay, on top of that, um, Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Mm Yeah. Yeah says anything right 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 so that's what it comes down to the crucifix is literally a little metal stone wood whatever you want okay carving of jesus it's not okay Do you know Zach that there is only one physical thing in the New Testament for the New Testament Christian that is related to God that God calls special that we are supposed to put a high level of importance on and we are commanded to love? There is one thing.
1: I do not know this. His word. Oh, okay, sure. There you go.
0: Right? Yeah. Now, unfortunately, today in 2023, we all have it on a computer and an iPad and whatever. Okay, right? (laughs) But God says. (laughs) that this the is the only physical thing mm-hmm. that we are supposed to have in relation to him that is supposed to mean anything to us. Yes. And what do people do instead? Christians now put yeah. a high level of importance on the CD with the Christian music. yeah, yeah. yeah. They put a yeah. high level of importance on the picture hanging in their house and the cross they wear on their neck and all these different things. And it's like, no, God said he loves his word above his name do you know what that means that means that blasphemy of god is less of an issue to god than someone messing than with his word messing, right right, okay? right. he no, loves his amazing. word. that's how much he loves the word of god that's the one thing that we're all supposed to love and we're supposed to have in our life and we're supposed to place a high level of importance on and unfortunately today you know we live in a very biblically illiterate um you know time of american christianity yeah, yeah. it's the exact opposite and,
1: well, and distracted sure a, a distracted time yeah yeah so for me um well let's we, so let, let's do one more then well just, just hold on kind of so yeah.
0: so the christian images okay what i'm gonna tell you is that anytime we have an image of of jesus whether it be picture whether it be him on the crucifix and i'm 100 not okay with the crucifix what i see it doing is it distracting us from who he really is because they are all giving us a different idea of who he is maybe it is a maybe it's pulling us away from who he truly is a lot or a little, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. My point is, I think there was a reason why Jesus showed up and did his work when he did before Polaroids were around yeah, yeah, or before yeah. smartphones existed. Jesus could have stood for a
1: portrait. He sure, didn't. Sure, sure, sure. He could have had a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, so like he could have written a book. He could have
0: supposed to have a bust made of him of marble every caesar did sure they had dozens of them
1: it's not like there weren't people who could do art correct yeah all of these things could
0: have been done none of them were okay he did not write down a single word in that book i read i read all uh, he ever did was uh he did dictate yes some sure but even the gospels he
1: wasn't dictating notes that guys were taking you got it they were taking
0: them of their own volition now obviously we know that was through the holy spirit okay yes but only one time when john was on patmos did jesus say write these things down Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm gonna write seven letters to seven churches and they were really short letters okay but that that was the only thing that jesus ever
1: in fact we only have one story of him writing something down. Yeah, and it, and was, it was in the in sand, the sand and, and we don't know what it was. He erased it. Yeah, yeah like, he gone. wiped it away, and we or, never got or, to it read it. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. It's I, the only time. I'm in complete agreement there.
0: And guess what, Zach? There's only one time in the history of the Bible prior to Christ where God wrote something down himself. What was it? Uh, the law. It was the Ten Commandments written on two tables of testimony, Mm -hmm. tables of stone written with the finger of God. There's only one time God said, there's something so important that I'm going to write it down to make sure that it's exactly the way that I want. And it was these 10 commandments. The second one is the one we're talking about tonight, which people don't really consider (laughs) that important to, you know, to think about or worry about, even though it's the only thing that God ever wrote down on his own without dictation agreed that's where i am with christian images whether it's a Uh, picture of jesus an
1: empty cross i don't have a problem with an empty cross and so the the delineation there would be Mm -hmm. obviously jesus being on it correct the idea is an empty cross on a necklace an empty cross
0: on a necklace an empty cross hanging on your wall an empty cross anywhere okay is just an idea of uh, uh, something for us to remember
1: so let me extrapolate then yeah, real me. easily. Oh, Na- but, go ahead. Like nativity set. Yeah. Absolute. No, absolute. No painting of an empty tomb uh-huh. with light shining out. Yeah. I think totally that stuff's fine. great. Yeah. yeah.
0: God is not against art. Let me make that clear. That's
1: a good statement. Okay. When we, in fact, he filled him, he filled people with the spirit so they could build the tabernacle.
0: Correct. Yes. And when we see the temple built it was ornate it wasn't bland it was special and it was impressive Uh, when we see the mercy seat built we see god instruct moses five chapters after the ten commandments to make someone that was a what we would call a goldsmith someone Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. metallurgy that knew how to fashion things out of gold uh, made the cherub Okay, the two cherub with the wings that Mm -hmm. sat on the mercy seat, that was something special that God wanted. He didn't need that on the mercy seat, but he told us that's what you're going to do, and it's because I dwell between the cherub.
1: Yes, yes.
0: I still don't know what the significance of that is, other than we know that there are cherub in heaven.
1: Yeah, Okay. There's got to be some sort of shadow of a representation. I'm of, sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, don't ask me what do it you, is. Do
1: you see the the cherub in heaven? This will transition us into the the bronze snake. Oh yeah. Conversation. Yep. Do you see the cherub in heaven being um, part of anything that is in the heavens above, or the earth below, or the sea below that? Or do you see the heaven in the heavens above? Let me make so sure that's. Here's what it says. the problem.
0: Yeah, so uh, what you have is anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath. The The problem that we run into is the cherub are clearly angelic beings yes. that we read about in um, Isaiah a lot mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, a and in other places. places in the Bible where they are described, <clears throat> and God commands Moses to have these things made. So i can't tell you that when god says to do something it's not okay correct right even though it's seen and keep in mind god having these things made is different from me having them made
1: yes yes that's That's, fine that's a distinction i wanted to make sure we got out um god telling
0: somebody to kill their only son is different from me telling someone (laughs) to kill their only son yes Yes. Okay, so there is a distinction, um, you know, and that's kind of what I want to put out there. Some people might be uncomfortable with that because they're like, mm, well, you're kind of mm, going mm. against what, oh, no, you no, know, I the see, hard line you're putting I, in the sand. Yeah, I
1: see exactly where you're going. So, the, So the Bronze Serpent story.
0: And the Bronze Serpent is another one. Yes. But the Bronze Serpent is interesting, not in the story we find in numbers. Correct. But in its... Eventual uh, place in history in Second Kings. So, do you want to tell the story of?
1: So, yeah, numbers qu- quickly and briefly. Yeah, the bones of the story are that Israel are in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. They've screwed up yet again. Yes, they have because they complain. Surprise. Yep. So do we. Mm-hmm. They're screwing up in the wilderness. They complain. God sends uh, snakes. Yep. Venomous snakes. Venomous snakes. He says fiery serpents. Fire. I don't know what that is, but. It, it's a uh, surely you have imagery there of the garden and of sin sure. and of everything yeah. else. Right?
0: Fire is judgment. Okay, so that you know yes. translates yes. easily. God yes. judges Israel and these venomous serpents just biting, biting everybody. everybody. Everybody's <laughs> getting bit. Okay, yes. and they're dying. People are just falling over dead. Yes. So they run to Moses.
1: Yes, and the Lord tells him, mm-hmm. build a bronze serpent, mm-hmm. uh, nail it to a pole, I believe. Uh huh. Right.
0: Yeah. He doesn't even say that. Um, and I got it right here. And the Lord said unto Moses, make thee a fiery serpent. Oh no, you're, you're correct. And set it upon a pole and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon it shall live. Yes. And Moses, oh, that was the part Moses made a serpent of brass. God didn't tell him to make it out of brass or he might have but oh, we didn't sure, it wasn't sure, sure, you know sure, recorded sure. in the story yeah. Moses made a serpent of brass, put it on a pole, put it upon a pole, and it came to pass that if a, uh, if a serpent had bitten any man when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived
1: yes, it's so bizarre it is for all kinds of reasons, yeah, and right? it's
0: never explained no. until two verses prior to the most famous verse in the entire bible John 3:16 yes. it's in it's explained in verses John 3:14 and 15 and Jesus compares the serpent in the wilderness to himself i am going to be lifted up on a cross and whoever looks on me okay mm-hmm. will live will be saved you got it all and you got to do that's it is it's so simple it's so simple oh, that people ugh. struggle with it yes and this is kind of neat <clears throat> because in the story in numbers 21 there were people that did not look yes yes they refused
1: to look and they died well and that's my que- that's part of my question don't make a graven image mm-hmm. of anything on the earth below mm-hmm. i know you don't watch the chosen but there is a mm-hmm. when they do the Nicodemus story, mm-hmm. when Jesus is there and he has a conversation, the intro to that episode is Moses and Joshua. Oh, no way. At the beginning of this story,
0: doing the serpent. Yes. Oh, okay. And Joshua comes cool.
1: in and he says, What are you doing?
0: Oh, because Moses is doing this. You're going to make a snake. Yeah. And put it on a pole? A snake. And
1: hold it up in front of everyone? As if this is important. You remember what the snake did, right? Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I can be a part of this. Wow. And Moses says, the Lord told me. You got it. What else can I say? I don't know what to tell you. And Joshua's like, are you sure? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And so he does it. Yep. And he holds it up. And so there's a piece of me that... I can't say that... I can't say that I identify with the people that didn't look, Mm -hmm. but you, I can, I can understand the thought process Mm -hmm. where someone goes, we're being judged by God Mm -hmm. because we're not doing what he told us. Yeah, I'm not supposed to worship anything other than him. Mm -hmm. It's a snake on a pole. Uh I'm not looking. Mm -hmm. I can see that line of thinking. Mm hmm. And so I, I struggle with that a little bit, but you're totally right. There's two other parts of the story. There's the story where they have the snake. Where they there.
0: have the snake, then uh, Jesus. We see yeah. that it compares to Jesus, and and it's a very wonderful symbol showing us how easy it is to be saved. Because Zach, just in the act of looking yes. at the serpent, you had to believe that the, that would do what Moses said. Otherwise, yes. you wouldn't have
1: looked. Yeah. What would be the point? So sure.
0: the. Act of looking is an expression of the faith you have in your heart
1: i I even think that when when uh, i believe it's peter or uh, paul says it somewhere through the spirit but um that christ became Mm -hmm. sin for us absolutely i think it's the 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 image of the snake Mm -hmm. that particular because of the garden and then the snakes that are sent and then the snake on the pole that particular image was important to to show that jesus was becoming cursed for us on the tree he was becoming sin for us and so that's important but okay so now the the second part okay
0: so later on and not later on after jesus later on after moses has the snake in the wilderness we're going to fast forward 500 years And what happens is uh, King Solomon dies and the kingdom gets split up into a northern and a southern kingdom. And there's good kings and bad kings in the north and in the south. That's kind of a lie. There's really only bad kings in the north, (laughs) and there is almost exclusively bad kings in the south, but there are a couple of good ones. So one of the good kings in the southern kingdom who kind of gets people back on track is King Hezekiah. And the Bible says that he was the best king that the southern kingdom of Judah had. And we read in Second Kings 18.4, he removed the high places, break the images, and cut down the groves, and break in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made, for unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it. Yes. Yes. And he called it Nehushtan. Now, Nahushtan means that thing of brass. Okay, so he was calling it what it was. All, yeah. You know, this thing is nothing but, yes. okay, yeah. a piece of brass. And you guys are worshiping it. And this shouldn't surprise us because what else did they worship? Well, they worshiped every single thing that they threw in the ark. Okay, the pot Mm -hmm. full of manna and Aaron's rod that budded and the ephod of of, uh, Gideon. and Everything that ended up in the ark, they ended up taking out and worshiping at some point. And here, they saved it this whole time. Yes. And the people were worshiping it. There was a sect of the Jews that counted this thing to be special. Oh, wow, that sounds an awful lot like a relic.
1: Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is the or relic or of the Catholic
0: Church. You got it. Okay.
1: Yeah, right, right. So, it served its purpose. Yes. It did what it was supposed to. Yep. It's a it's a shadow mm-hmm. of the real thing. Yep. That's to come. Yep. It's done.
0: That's it. Yeah. It's gone. There's no reason I, for it.
1: I don't remember um Moses having a particular instruction about to, what to do with it afterwards. Oh, no. But that's yeah, You that's never fine. hear about it yeah. again.
0: Yeah. Other than they saved it and they, they were worshiping it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So even
0: things that God says make this, it's going to be a tool that you need to use for this special purpose to be a thing that'll be good for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That thing can be an idol
1: yeah it's not the real thing you got it so only god is the real thing
0: and that is my point with
1: christians
0: just because you don't think it's an idol that's irrelevant what does god think it is Mm -hmm. because clearly king hezekiah was given accolades by god for destroying it it's talked about as a great thing that he did destroying this thing that the people were worshiping. So God who originally, um, wasn't, uh, what's it called when you, uh, God who originally commissioned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The creation of this object. Yes. And it's use at the end said, this yeah. thing's an idol. You got to destroy it. Yeah.
1: give kudos to the guy, that, to broke the guy it. that broke it. Yeah. 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 So that's my
0: point is that just because the Christian doesn't think it's an idol doesn't matter. What does God think? That's what we need to do. And that's, that's where I get into it with people. When, uh, I tell them they shouldn't have a nativity scene. Do you know how many nativity scenes we've thrown out over the years? We're constantly given a nativity scene yeah, by, yeah. from somebody. Yeah. I think mostly because they don't see one in the front of my you know, house around Christmas time. So Patrick they
1: knows how to deal with wood.
0: So we've been given nativity scenes and I tell the boys, I'm like straight to the dumpster. I said, we're not having that. Okay. Same thing. Um, it is a graven image of a thing on the earth. I don't care that it is specifically meant to be Christian. Um, I see it as taking away from what we're supposed to be doing which is uh learning about the lord and falling in love with his word uh so and and you want to know another one zach uh, every single nativity scene i've ever seen is wrong
1: three wise men
0: there so for, yeah first of all there's three wise men okay um that are bearing gifts to a baby jesus
1: mm-hmm, sure so the yeah. number
0: of people that were present was not just three guys okay Um, It was a massive amount of people.
1: I think it was pretty
0: clearly a big group. Big group. Okay. (laughs) So big that the entire city of Jerusalem noticed when they rode into town. And Herod was scared. Yeah. It says he was scared (laughs) of three guys.
1: He was some Frankenstein. You got it. He was scared (laughs)
0: because of the group that was with them. Yeah. It was an, it was what I would call a small army easily big enough to take over the garrisons that he had in Jerusalem, the Roman guards. So number one, the number of people, number two, they did not bring gifts to a baby Jesus. They brought gifts to a Jesus that was most likely about two years old. An
1: infant Jesus. You got it.
0: Okay. So he certainly toddling around, you know, kind of thing. Um, Okay. Number three, there are no animals there nowhere in the bible does the, it say in that in the manger you got it nowhere in the bible does it mention animals it says it in a lot of hymns that people sing around christmas time but nowhere in the bible does it mention uh animals and furthermore um without getting into
1: the whole thing uh-huh um yeah I we're, be- we're already an hour and a half yeah, in so. i believe
0: that the reason for it was that jesus was born during sukkot that's why there was no room at the inn. oh okay yeah. Okay, so it wasn't
1: not just because of the census.
0: No. Okay. So here's the other thing. People always talk about how God just miraculously made it, you know, so that Jesus would be born when the Romans had the census. The Roman the Romans didn't have a census and all the Jews went the Romans knew what the Jews did. They had a census in one of the three times the people that would all be, the Jews yeah. were mandated to go to Jerusalem because there was one thing the Romans knew from the very start, yeah. prior to the Caesars, yeah. the one thing they every ruler of canaan land knew about the jews was they are going to do what they want (laughs) i still do every uh, single uh, ruler who tried to force them into whatever yeah 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 found that this group will happily die (laughs) before they take orders from you and do what you say
1: could you give anybody who's managed to hang on with this this long can you give somebody three minutes on sukkot
0: Okay, sure. So Sukkot is one of the three biblically mandated uh, feast times in uh, where every Jewish uh, male has to go over to Jerusalem. So you find all of this uh, in Leviticus chapter 23, and you read about there are seven feast days. So there's one in the spring, which we call the Feast of unleavened bread, which is a week long. Uh, but during that time, we have the Passover, we have the Feast of unleavened bread, and we have the Feast of first fruits. Then you start counting from the Feast of first fruits seven weeks. Mm-hmm. So seven weeks of seven is forty nine days, uh, and then the day after that is Pentecost. Pentecost in Greek meaning fifty. 50. Okay. So, uh, Pentecost is the next holiday, uh, or sorry, feast day of the Lord. And then you have three feast days that fall in, they fall in the fall. That was terrible use of, <laughs> use of the English language the, the there. Autumn. They occur <laughs> in the fall. And what you have is Yom Kippur, uh, the, um, uh, Rosh Hashanah uh-huh. and you have Sukkot. Sukkot is a week long feast Where you would make, it's also called the Feast of Tabernacles. So you would erect a temporary dwelling and you would live in it underneath the stars to commemorate the time when the Lord had the Jews wander through uh, the wilderness and how he took care of them the whole time. So everybody would go to Jerusalem and all over the place, everybody would make these tents and temporary dwellings, which we call a tabernacle. And they would live in them. Most of the Jews did not live in those. Okay. Even though that was what they're supposed to do. Most of the Jews then, just like today they wanted to sleep in a comfortable bed so they would go for the celebration and they would hang out in the suit coat of their friends and they would they would eat and they would talk about the law of the lord and it was a very special time and it was a lot of fun it was you know it was a it was a festival a festive time and then they would go to the hotel and they would sleep in a comfortable
1: bethlehem was plenty close enough to jerusalem to overflow
0: yeah absolutely i think it's 16 miles south, 12 miles south. It's not very far. You can see it from Jerusalem. Okay. So the belief, and this is, you know, this is a little bit of extra biblical calendar work. The belief is that it was the time of Sukkot. All the Jews were going to Jerusalem. The Romans knew that. So they made uh the jews take a census at that time and while all the jews were in jerusalem for the point of Sukkot, it was easy for them to take the census and all of the hotels were full so guess what joseph and mary when they went to the inn they couldn't find room so poor baby jesus was born in a manger in a manger okay so that there you go that is that's the idea um behind the story so uh again it's leviticus chapter 23 if you want to do your own yeah. homework okay okay so the nativity I am again 100% against yeah, the nativity. Zero, yeah. I cannot find a problem with a cross. Okay. A cross on a little chain on your neck, a cross uh, hanging on your wall. I I understand the idea. It's just kind of a reminder. Uh same idea with a um you know the picture of the open tomb. Okay, totally get that. It's just a neat piece of artwork that reminds us of something. I can't find a problem with that, you know. But,
1: but if Jesus is on the cross,
0: a crucifix is different so it, than a cross. A crucifix has Jesus on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- that is, uh, of course, once again, you've. You've baffled me <laughs> by, by, by hearing, by something, being okay with a cross. No, no, no. By hearing something that I've never heard from anywhere else uh-huh. the,
0: the, 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 you know, just, that you it's Bible thumper. somebody's got to say it, right. Zach.
1: The, the fact that you draw the distinction between things that God has made mm-hmm. and things that we have made. Yeah. I think is, and like is I said, it,
0: it's just because it talks about anything that is in heaven above mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay you know anything that is in the earth beneath okay these are things that seem the, the way the verse explains it seems to be things that are naturally occurring these are the problems yeah it doesn't seem to be that i can't make a model Of a building, an architect is thinking of building to bring it to a presentation and talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. I don't see a problem with making, you know, a model of um, anything that we make that we have made. Uh, Like you said, um, matchbox cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the little airplane and the Hot Wheels, the airplane for the kid. You know, I don't see. I don't see an issue with these. Someone else might. That's fine. uh, Again, Sure, sure. Everyone needs to go do their own homework. Yes. Okay. I don't ask anyone on this podcast to believe what I say just because I say it. Now, keep in mind, I have reasons for why I say things.
1: Yes, yes, obviously. Okay. Obviously.
0: But that doesn't mean they're correct. And we my people at my church give me a little more rope than some other christians might because all of my people know that i tell them the same thing don't believe me yes right don't believe me just because i say it go home do your own homework do your own studies figure out the answer for yourself if you come up with something different than i am telling you that's fine i'm gonna give you the bible verses and where i landed on it Mm -hmm. and you know that's it It, i am not god i am not a supernatural prophet of god that has heard the voice of god and and i'm delivering you some special message this is one thing that i do differently than a lot of guys a lot of guys take the very i think overly cautious position where they say well if i'm not sure i'm just not gonna say it i'm not gonna make a decision i'm not gonna you know, make a doctrine. I'm not going to die on that hill. Mm -hmm. For me, I say die on every hill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. For For me, it's like, look, people are people. Everybody has that view. Everybody already doesn't know what it means. They're coming to us because they want to know what it means. Yeah. So I'm not saying make up an answer. Sure. I'm saying take everything you can out of the Bible, compile it all, look at it all, pray about it. And then you have to form an answer. If we didn't do that, then eschatology would just go out the window. We would never talk about the end times because, well, I don't really know and it's not totally clear. Well, obviously sure Sure. okay prophecy's <laughs> yeah. easy when it's already been fulfilled yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. okay sure, but sure. it's written in the bible for a reason it's there for us to study so we have to compile all the information and we have to make a decision and there are a lot of preachers that feel uncomfortable with that and i say just tell your people what i tell mine I don't know 100% if this is the case. Right. Absolutely. But I am going to study the word. I am going to form an opinion. I am going to make a decision and say, this is right. This is wrong. And if I find out that I'm wrong, I will change my mind. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I am not too proud to say, hey, you know, know, I used to believe this, Yes, but I'll be honest, I don't believe that anymore because I've come to this and that and the other thing in the Bible, and I read this book, and this guy brought verses in, and the way he explained it, I said, you know what, Uh, I'm sold. I I think I was teaching that wrong before. I'm more than happy to do that, okay, but I'm also more than happy to make a stance and make a decision. And I wish more people took my point of view. I feel like I'm in a minority and I don't think I should be. And I think people are just, they're concerned, they're scared. they, they I think people seem to think that maybe there's going to be some kind of curse of God that falls on them because they taught something. That, I've had people say that, like, oh, I'm just so scared that I'm going to teach something wrong. Let me help you. You're going to teach something that's wrong. Absolutely. You're a human being. Absolutely. I guarantee you're going to teach something. You're probably going to teach a lot of things that are wrong, but you're not doing it on purpose. That's what a cult leader does. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. You're doing it out of a pure heart, trying to study the word, trying to help people who you love get closer to God.
1: There is a big distinction between (laughs) spending the time doing the work and saying, okay, this isn't totally clear, but here's where I land. This is what I got. Whether the, now I, I do think that there are some people who will just who will truly just make up a, an answer I don't of doubt some it. sort on the Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so I, I can appreciate people trying to um I, I mean I obviously fall a little bit towards the, the place of saying, Boy, I just really do not have any idea. Now it, so as long ahead. as that's honest And yeah, and Zach, you'll fine. hear 'em
0: you'll hear me say that from yes, time to time. Yes.
1: Sure. We're, sure. I,
0: when I'm going through, I mean, we've been going through minor prophets for quite a while, you know. <laughs> well, and they're short. The books are, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, some are one chapter, some are 10 chapters. They're, you know, so we get through them pretty quick. But there are some times where I'm like, I honestly don't know what this verse is talking about. So I've read that some scholars, like I get out a couple of um, uh, commentaries from you know guys that have been dead for 200 300 years all the way up to guys that are still alive and i read through and i'm like well you know a couple of guys that i like and respect think it means this i don't have a clue so right. if anyone finds out would you please let me know yes. and i've said that yes. several times right. no one emails me with what they found but interesting isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but the, you're going to hear me say that from time to time. You're also going to hear me say, look, this is extra biblical, what I'm about to tell you. Okay. This yeah, isn't yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. Okay. But just understand that this is in the history books of what was going on with this pagan nation right. and the nation of Israel right. at the time, you know, so do with that what you want. Sure. Sure. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. We're, we're now we're in 37. You want, can we do one more?
0: We can do as many as you want. So, I mean, I'm, I'd rather yeah. wrap this thing up. People can listen to this
1: <laughs> they can in Twitter. 20 minute increment. Nobody has (laughs) to sit here
0: for two hours. Like, people Uh, can. Could you imagine? (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: take a bite at a time. That's fine. Go ahead. So, our buddy Al, when he was up here from Texas, mentioned a really interesting thing. His grandfather. Yes. Who was um, a rabbi rabbi from. Detroit, I think. No, not his grandfather. His dad was from Detroit.
0: Yeah, his grandfather was an immigrant from somewhere in Eastern I thought it was from like Russia, but maybe, maybe it was Eastern Europe. Yeah. Either way. So either, either okay, way. so he was a Jewish rabbi.
1: Uh, yeah, Hasidic rabbi. Uh huh. Super conservative. Yeah, yeah. An
0: Orthodox uh, guy. Yes.
1: And and the Jewish religion, mm-hmm. even in its current form. Yes. Has just the largest spectrum absolutely uh, as, as yeah, there is best. orthodox there is um, there's not like one only one way to be jewish correct yeah so he mentioned sort of in passing mm-hmm. i don't even remember which sermon it was but he mentioned in passing that his grandfather would not even allow a, a photograph, photograph to
0: be taken of because him. he considered it to be a form of a graven
1: image yes mm-hmm. and that's basically all he said yeah and And i was like "Ooh, that's interesting okay and obviously al does yeah
0: and based on the way that pictures were taken on film is where that idea came from to be honest with you today digitally it's not it's not even the same but the way that pictures were taken on film and then developed would technically categorize them as a graven image
1: but on the phone uh-huh.
0: digitally they're not
1: what about painted
0: i have no idea yeah, yeah so
1: yeah, yeah. i can't tell you and this one i don't think yeah means well i can't say that it means all that much because it certainly could well
0: but, the only thing we're doing is we're taking the opinion of a group of people that have seriously studied the tanakh yes okay the whole yes. old testament and, and made you a know, decision. and the Pentateuch, mm-hmm. okay, the first five books of Moses, and they made a decision on it. At least one group did. Sure, okay, sure. sure. By the time that his group was going, they already had. Uh, who were the other ones? They started in Germany, the liberal faction of uh, the Jews. They were, they had the Orthodox, the conservative was the middle of the road, and the. I can't remember. Yeah, I've been losing words this whole time. Like for an hour and forty minutes, I've been like just <laughs> last, not. The
1: last week, I've really been struggling. Yeah, with just re- remembering e- things that happened.
0: But e- anyway, e- either way. Um. So the idea is that the Talmud comments on the second commandment and takes a very strict stance against producing images of faces, ruling it forbidden. Wow. Yeah. So that's the way they, that's where they took their stance. And this is what I'll tell you. Anytime I read of any group that takes a, a difficult and much more conservative stance on the Bible, I applaud them.
1: Yeah. Good for you.
0: You want to obey God and boy, you're taking a tough stance to do it. Good for you. I disagree.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, but good but th- for but you. There's also not like a life-size statue of Patrick out on the deck. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's been okay. commissioned. It's in the works. <laughs> okay. It'll be yeah. Great.
1: Yeah. You gotta Who's doing that for? I yeah. only one too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to make my double size. Bro. <laughs> so Michelangelo's
0: David is a no. Uh, photographs. I don't have a problem with, I don't see the issue. Um, you know, the the problem with the paintings of Jesus I mentioned before.
1: They're just not accurate. It's not even him.
0: They're not accurate, and the only thing it's going to do is it's going to pull you away from the truth of the Word of God and give you a perception of, you know, what's going on. So, honestly, Zach, it's a big reason I don't like The Chosen, a big reason I don't like, um, what was the other one? The, the Mel Gibson one. Um, oh, The Passion. The Passion, both of which I've never seen. I've never watched The Passion. Sure, sure. And I've never watched The Chosen. I've watched The is, Ten Commandments with...
1: Uh, Charlton Heston. with Charlton Heston several
0: oh. times, mostly just for comedic value. Because some of the some oh. of the actors they got to play the Jews leaving Egypt had like strong Boston and Chicago <laughs> accents, and they like just left them in like that. And I'm yeah. like,
1: really, guys? Like, I remember being like seven years old <laughs> and watching Yul Brynner as yeah. Pharaoh, and yeah. being like. Come on. Like, not even know. I couldn't find you, yeah. Egypt. I couldn't spell Egypt. Sure. And I'm going. You couldn't find it on a map, uh, and you're that's like, not, that's... <laughs>
0: okay, so, that yeah, that's my point. So, uh, the passion's um, intense. I don't do that
1: right now. But, um, obviously, that's not also to say that... I mean, I, I I don't have a story right off of hand, but I could obviously imagine somebody driving through town, mm-hmm. seeing... Um, a statue of Jesus, mm-hmm. and thinking, boy, you know what? I've actually never really given that guy a shot, mm-hmm. and ending up in the Bible because God can use anything sure. for good. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's obviously not to mean that you can just get away with whatever you want to.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, if you want to see a giant statue, I think it's in Rio de Janeiro. It's on top of a mountain, and you can. They
1: got one at Notre Dame too. They call it Touchdown Jesus. It's behind the the end zone.
0: Oh really? You know oh my soul. <laughs> So, anyway, yeah, not okay with those. I don't see what we're, I don't see the problem with pictures of my kids, my family, you yeah, know, any yeah. of that. I, d- I don't see the issue there. Um, we, all, we went over God telling us, God commissioning stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We went over um, Christian icons. Christian icons. Okay, relics are another one. They had, every Catholic priest had a splinter of wood that came from the cross of Christ and, oh, you know, oh, okay. was special. <laughs> you, what you have to understand... The,
1: the spears. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, the the skull of John the Baptist and, you know, the blood of some martyr from wherever. Okay. So what you got to remember is what these relics lived in different churches. They were housed in different Catholic churches around the world. And people would plan a pilgrimage to this place just to see this relic thinking that it was some special event this effort that you put into it going to this far off land to see this thing which by the way was nonsense nobody had a drop of the blood of christ nor did they have wood from, there's, the, there's, there's, from the cross there's and
1: 14 versions yeah, of like peter's left hand ab- absolutely a,
0: all this okay. stuff was just total nonsense You know, Rome continued to say that they had the bones of Peter and the whole thing until uh, his burial box was excavated in Israel, in Jerusalem. Uh, And then they're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, it was just such a joke. Because the Catholic Church is like, yeah, he was the first pope and the whole thing. And it's like, no, he ran the church in Jerusalem where he died and was buried. And that's what he did with his wife.
1: Was she there? No, but
0: remember it? in the Gospels, She's Jesus. She's got a mother-in-law.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. heals Peter's mother-in-law.
1: Yes, yes, okay, sure. So sure.
0: he was married. Yeah. So anyway, um, these relics are all over the place, and the the Catholic Church would put this great level of importance on making a pilgrimage and going there and bowing down and praying to these things. And and what you're doing is you're worshiping these, you know, different items. Uh, The pictures, the wood carvings, the crucifix, the relics, uh, the nativity, all of these different things, 100% against all of them.
1: I feel like there might have been one other thing that I was looking for there, but we might have covered it in my list of five uh, sub- subcategories
0: did we get to christmas trees
1: did we get to christmas trees i think you got (laughs) enough on christmas trees online already i just want to find
0: it i just want everyone to know that christmas trees are specifically talked about in the book of jeremiah i think it's chapter nine maybe Mm, 10 i can find it for you really fast zach it wouldn't be hard i no,
1: you go ahead
0: i I get this out every so often
1: this one's highlighted and underlined oh yeah
0: this one's easy to find just understand folks okay that the lord talks about this here we go uh jeremiah chapter 10 starting in verse 1 hear ye the word which the lord speaketh unto you o house of israel thus saith the lord learn not the way of the heathen so what we're about to learn zach is the way of the is the way of the heathen this is what the heathen do okay okay and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them, for the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest. What are they going to do with this tree?
1: i got an idea what they might do with it. For one cutteth on the a tree out
0: of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and gold.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if you're going to deck a tree with silver and gold, you're surely not just going to leave it out in the garage. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. So so the way of the heathens act... Mm-hmm. The takeaways here the facts uh-huh. are that the heathen go into the woods uh-huh. cut they down cut a down a tree uh-huh. they bring it into their house decorate they it set it the up so <laughs> that it doesn't fall over uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they decorate it yeah boy if we could only find some custom uh-huh. that we do that's similar something around a major holiday like <laughs> thanksgiving or the fourth of july i just don't i can't put it together
1: (laughs) you can't help yourself that this
0: pagan tradition has worked its way in clearly it's not the christmas tree The Christmas tree that takes the center of the attention of the house for like a month and is the major decoration that everyone comes over and sees and comments on. And then on a certain day of the year, all the kids go running down to it and get down on their hands and knees in front of it for a morning. It couldn't be that.
1: (laughs) Check, check that check that sticky note again and make sure we hit all five of those. I think we did. We talked about art.
0: Okay. Yes. I don't see a problem with art. Yeah. All right. Uh, clearly things made out of stone, made out of wood. When I'm talking about art, I don't see an issue with a painting. Okay. I don't see.
1: Uh, but a sculpture.
0: A sculpture for sure. I do have problems with paintings of, okay, certain things, uh, Jesus mary any of the so-called saints uh all of that stuff is clearly going in the wrong direction i think that is clearly problematic anything that's clearly pagan which would be you know the buddha the totem pole the little statue of thor the christmas tree uh, the statue of Mary or the different saints or Baal or Molech or Astroth, or Shimosh, or Dagon or Satan himself. Any of those things, there is a problem with making them, oh. buying them, inheriting them, finding them. Uh, it doesn't matter. Possessing them is a problem. And I see that to be a different but equal problem to uh, worshiping them, bowing down to them, serving them. OK, because think of this. Is it okay if I don't make it, I don't buy it, I don't find it, I don't inherit it, I don't possess it? Yes. But I see one as I'm walking down the road, just set up on the road, and I light some candles and incense to it and pray to it. Because that's breaking verse five, but not four. So in the logic of a whole bunch of really stupid, ignorant Christians, I'm not doing anything wrong because I have to do them both together. Together, yeah. yeah, I can possess as many idols as I want so long as I don't pray to them, and I'm allowed to pray to as many idols as I want so long as I don't possess them.
1: Morons! <laughs> That's a very gentle uh, approach you have there. You know what, Zach? No, I know. I'm not for everybody. I understand. But the following that we have
0: (laughs) is pretty loyal. (laughs) And they want somebody that will say it. What was was it? Tell me that logic is not stupid. Tell me it is not illogical to think it's fine to own them so long as you don't pray to them. And it's fine to pray to them so long as you don't possess them.
1: That is moronic. The early Christians mm-hmm. often when they were put to death mm-hmm. is because they would not pinch incense to mm-hmm. Caesar. Yeah. That, that was the, like they drew that line in the sand. Yes. We won't, we won't, say that he's Lord and uh-huh. we're not going to burn incense to him.
0: And burning incense to him happened once a year. And it was literally take the incense in the yeah. fire. Yeah. That was it. That's all that happened. Yeah. That was all that was required Gone. of the Christians to remain alive, Mm -hmm. and they refused to do it to the emperor worship in the temple erected in Pergamos. Yes.
1: Yep. They were put to death for it. Nope.
0: Not going to do it. Happy to die. Yep. Okay, so that is how drastically different the second commandment was considered, how seriously it was taken, compared to today. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so we talked about the making of the cherubim on the mercy
1: seat talked about the brass serpent
0: something else about the Mm cherubim, the cherub that were on the mercy seat that wasn't even something that was in plain view
1: oh no of everyone in israel sure, sure now
0: when they were moving around the desert for 40 years you saw it but as soon as they got to canaan land uh they left the tabernacle erected i can't remember the name of the town i think
1: it was in shiloh first i think it was in shiloh it was in shiloh first.
0: and they left it there until they then moved it to jerusalem and then after that solomon built the temple but it was always left in the holy of holies yeah and only one guy saw it one day a year so it's not like and that those... was
1: through a cloud of incense you got it so, yeah so, yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: it's not like there was a bunch of people that you know they knew what It was, but it's not like a bunch of people saw that and had access to it where they were going to be praying to it regularly. Uh, We talked about the brass serpent, we talked about what counts as an idol. I believe Statue of Mary, statue of any other prominent Christian figure, including Jesus, the nativity scene, crucifix, um, totem pole, Buddha, statues. Crucifix
1: and cross is an an interesting one. I mean, I I totally understand your distinction.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is literally a form of Jesus on there.
1: But whereas the cross, although built for suffering and destruction, still built by, by us
0: yeah it's just a reminder okay so let me ask you this have you ever seen someone who um has like two uh spikes hanging on their wall okay representative of the spikes that were driven through you know uh, met a guy
1: at the yard sale yesterday he's got four sure so two, two in two, the
0: hands two in the feet
1: well that's what I thought yeah he said it's two to signify Christ's death and two to signify oh, okay, two, sure. his own
0: yeah, yeah. yeah so those again are something that are to me a neat you know reminder I've seen someone that had a crown of thorns mm-hmm. you know that was made out of the type of thorn from the bush that came from the area that the Romans you and I was like oh I never knew about that the thorns were like that long it was pretty neat so again those are you know in my mind um i don't see them as graven images at all you know i see those things as a reminder of you know something that is kind of like artwork i don't have a problem some people might that's totally fine have a problem with the christmas tree don't have a problem with pictures so that's kind of where i draw my lines (sighs) Talked about the difference between graven. So it doesn't matter if it's made out of plastic, yeah, wood, yeah, plastic stone, glass, concrete, whatever it is. Okay. It's not exclusive to, you know, only wood or stone. Um, talked about the difference between verse four and verse five mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the second commandment. I believe it doesn't matter. You can you can break the second commandment by only disobeying verse 4 and not 5 or only disobeying verse 5 and not 4. I don't see a problem with that. I think that is clear in the Bible, which is why I take the very strong stance that you cannot have a little Buddha in your whatever. Did I ever tell you this?
1: I doubt it, but this looks like it's juicy.
0: I worked at a Christian camp uh-huh. 20 years ago. And I got to this Christian camp, and I was already... Patrick? I was already Patrick Hayes, (laughs) like, full on. (laughs) So, they ended up decorating the sanctuary with all of these different ceremonial masks from tribes in Africa Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that they got from missionaries that were over there Mm -hmm. along with like you know spears and shields and just you know making it look like that stuff um well i went to the leadership and i was like yep that's not okay (laughs) and they're like what are you talking about i said those masks what do they represent what do they mean to the tribes people what are those things and all of them were carvings of the different deities yeah, yeah. that they believe, you know, the sun god and the moon god and the grass god and the antelope god and the water god and the river god and the rain god and all, you know, all this stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, you can't have those at all, let alone decorate the sanctuary with those things. There is no way that that is okay. And, uh, oh yeah, they had a big meeting with me and like everybody in the leadership of this. And it was, it was one of the biggest Christian camps in the state of California. Yeah. I was asked to leave. (laughs) I was, I was given so many hours to get my stuff and please exit the premises. And And, you know, and that was the end of it. And I was like, yeah, there's no way on God's green earth. Is this Okay. And the fact that you guys can't see this is really the most alarming part. These are idols. These are idols of all these people. It doesn't matter that you uh-huh. are personally not bowing down. It, and, and Zach, I swear to you, I brought up the exact same points that I'm bringing up today, almost 20 years later, Yeah, and I'm still fighting every Christian in the world that I know who's trying to tell me, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with it so long as you don't worship it. If that is your stance, then logic dictates that you believe that there is nothing wrong with worshiping it so long as you don't possess it.
1: If, like it's in somebody else's house. You yeah. walk by. And- you walk by. Okay. You go and visit a foreign
0: land and they have idols up somewhere. They're not yours. You didn't carve it. You didn't buy it. You didn't create it. You don't possess it. Is it okay for you to worship these idols somewhere else? Every Christian would say no. Okay, well, then it's not okay for us to have these things, even if we don't worship them. I don't see a problem with that. I see the other side of that coin to
1: be completely illogical. You ever get exhausted? Me? I'm just like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I'm constantly exhausted. (laughs) But you know what?
0: There are people in the world Christians who want someone to take the book very, very seriously.
1: Yes. As seriously
0: as God intends us to take it. And honestly, Zach, you know, as well as so many other people that know me, other than on this podcast, I'm just a big old teddy bear. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, unless somebody gets you worked up, and I've seen that a time or two, but yeah, most of the time, no, you're gonna people are doing their thing, you got it, and you're, yeah, you're doing work for them, and you're, yeah.
0: I have people in my own church that think I'm crazy with some of these things, I'm sure they absolutely disagree, and they do things that I think are nutty. We get along just fine, yes, yes. because the Bible talks about individual soul Liberty you are never gonna have to stand before Patrick Hayes and no, make your case no, no. you are oh, gonna I don't stand have
1: to make your case yeah you. exactly yeah.
0: you're gonna stand before Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ and be rewarded for those things done in this life and you're gonna have to answer for those things done in this life at that time just like me yes, yes. so we all have to give an answer we all have to give an account so to speak not for salvation but based on our actions mm-hmm. in this life and the way we serve the lord. Yes. Because of that, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to believe like I believe. Right. You don't have to believe like I believe to be a member of my church. You don't have to believe the way I believe to be my friend. You get to live your own life. You get to make your own decisions as a father, as a husband, as a pastor, as an employer, as a as a Christian. Sure. sure. Everyone gets to make their own choice. But Don't ask me to water down or ease up on what I believe. Sure. Okay, just like I'm not going to push you. You're going to hear me be this serious from the pulpit and on this podcast. And that's it. Other than that, my goal in life is to make sure that everyone in my church, when they see me, they breathe a sigh of relief. Like, oh it's so nice to see that Patrick's here. Patrick's here. You got it. That is my goal in life is to be someone that people uh, love and appreciate, someone that people believes loves them. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. Behind the pulpit and behind a microphone, you're gonna get the sharp end of the stick. Because (laughs) I mean, isn't that the job of a prophet or a Bible teacher? The
1: the sharp end of the stick is there for you. There's no doubt about that, man. (laughs) Alright man, any
0: last thoughts or
1: it's two awful good hours on idolatry <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So
0: Can you believe people actually listen to this for two hours? We have someone that now look at this. We had someone Is Louie? No, I don't know who this is. Someone commented on our YouTube channel. This was their comment. Wow.
1: Now I don't know how to take that. You don't know who it is?
0: I have then? no idea who it is. Was that someone like, wow, this guy's an idiot?
1: It could be anything. Or could it, it could be, be just
0: about wow, I never thought of that before. I would like something in between wow and two and a half pages oh, okay. of one comment.
1: Do You get a lot of... You get some of those. <laughs> and it's like,
0: buddy, nobody is reading that. Come on. I would like something in between there but that's gotcha. okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'd like to I'd but like to know how we're so doing.
1: Yeah, I am always and forever thankful for God's grace towards us.
0: All right, we are going to end it now. So let me just do my outro. Thank yes. you everybody for joining us. We are here pff, not every Sunday night, Most Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on a Facebook page and a YouTube channel under Bible Thumper Podcast. You can email me at BibleThumperPodcast at gmail.com and tell me what you want us to talk about. You can email me and tell me that I'm an idiot. You can email me and tell me thank you for doing this and that we were a wonderful help. I respond to every email that I get, even though some are not in a timely manner. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, apple podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts just search for the bible thumper podcast you will find us we literally have over 150 episodes up this is our fourth season going with that being said again thank you for joining us uh, on the bible thumper podcast where somebody's got to say it we will see you next sunday